The power of RTF ministry is that it does not simply address one problem area during a ministry session. No, RTF ministers to all four of the problem areas in a person's life in an integrated way, which makes it very effective. Welcome to the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast, brought to you by Restoring the Foundations International. Our desire is to equip you with biblical truth to empower you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. For more, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. Now, here's your podcast. I'm Lee Whitman with Restoring the Foundations, and I want to welcome you into today's Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the absolute brilliance of the ministry process of Restoring the Foundations. Just as people are complex, it takes a ministry process that's a little more complex to disassemble the struggles and strongholds in our lives. RTF does just that. It disassembles the strongholds so they can be easily removed without a battle. When Gan downloaded the ministry of RTF to Chester and Betsy Kilster in the late 1980s, he chose the right people to take the revelation that he gave them and design an amazingly effective ministry process. You see, Chester was literally a rocket scientist and engineer before going to Bible school and receiving this revelation. So he was the perfect guy to put what God gave them into a systematic ministry approach. And Betsy was a mental health professional who had a heart for the hurting. So you have the combination of the head and the heart at the foundation of restoring the foundations. Chester and Betsy discovered that there are four problem areas that plague all of mankind that are really the source of all of our problems. As we have had the privilege of traveling around the world as executive directors of Restoring to Foundations, we have seen firsthand that no matter where you go, no matter what nationality or culture a person is from, they each have these four problem areas. We're going to discuss at length each of these four problem areas over the next four weeks. But for now, let me just mention what the four problem areas are. The first area is the sins of the fathers and the resulting curses. These are those generational sins and curses that are passed down from our ancestors. The second area are the lies that we believe by living life here on planet Earth. We call these ungodly beliefs. The third problem area are the wounded places of the heart, soul, or spirit of a man. Luke 4.18 says that Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. Why do our hearts need to be healed? Because in this life, our hearts will be wounded and broken. And the fourth problem area is the demonic oppression that takes place by giving the enemy a landing strip in our life. When the first three areas are undealt with, it opens the door for the enemy to have legal access to our lives. You know, I struggled to find a word picture that accurately describes this integrated approach to ministry. So I did what every wise man would do. I asked my wife, Cindy, and she gave me a great word picture. Let's imagine that you're a jigsaw puzzle with four pieces. It takes all four pieces of the puzzle assembled together to give you the full picture. If you only have one piece of the puzzle, yeah, you'll only see part of the picture. All four pieces of the puzzle fit together and touch the three other pieces in an integrated way to reveal the complete picture. This is sort of how this integrated approach to ministry works with RTF. All four of the problem areas fit together and touch or rely on the other pieces. 
If we only minister to one of these areas by itself, the other three problem areas are in operation and are still holding each other together. All four must be ministered to in the same ministry time in order to completely disassemble the stronghold. I was a Christian counselor for 18 years prior to learning about restoring the foundations. And during those years, I saw two disturbing patterns that I really had no answer for. The first pattern was that people would come and receive wonderful ministry and freedom for a certain issue in their life. Then they'd come back like two, three, four years later with a similar issue. I knew they had received freedom during our time together, and I didn't know why they weren't able to hold on to that freedom. When we were presented with the ministry of restoring the foundations to the four problem areas, the answer to the question became very clear. We were only dealing with one problem area in a person's life without dealing with the other three areas. In other words, we were only closing one of the open doors in this person's life, leaving the other three doors wide open. For example, we would often minister to a wounded place in someone's life by inviting Jesus to come into that wounded place. Jesus is so loving and intimate that he would come and bring healing to that wound and the person would leave experiencing newfound freedom. But because we did not address and close the other three doors, the enemy still had access to this person's life and would sneak his way back in, causing a similar hurt, making the situation actually worse than it was before. Now the person's hurt and wounded, plus they're believing the lie that God doesn't heal. Other times we would address a lie that a person was believing. We would search and find God's truth and they would leave free from the lie. Again, there's a problem with only addressing one problem area because this person was still vulnerable to the schemes of the enemy. And through his deceptions, the lie would return. All four doors must be closed in order to experience the lasting freedom that Jesus came to give. If one or more of these problem areas is not ministered to, the already healed area may be undermined and the gained healing may be lost. So the second troubling pattern that I saw in my years of counseling was the length of time it took for change to take place. I would often have counseling sessions with someone for three, six, even 12 months before they finally broke through the struggle they were having. I knew there had to be a faster way for people to experience God's breakthrough, but I didn't know what that way was. Then, when we discovered RTF, I found the answer to my struggle. When we minister to all four of the problem areas during one ministry time, the freedom and healing people experience is profound. We see people's lives change right before our eyes. And as long as they walk out their healing and keep the doors shut to the enemy and the old ways of thinking, the freedom is permanent. Now, there are many wonderful ministries in the Christian world today that help people deal with one or even two of these problem areas. The brilliance of restoring the foundations is that it closes all four of these problem areas to the enemy in an integrated way so that the enemy no longer has access to a person's life. So let's look at this integrated approach to ministry and how each of the four ministry areas are interrelated to each other to understand why RTF ministry is so effective. I'm gonna try and not get too detailed, but present how each of these four areas tie in with each other, and then I'll give you a real life example from someone we did ministry with. Now I'm gonna be taking some of this directly from Chester and Betsy's book called Restoring the Foundations, 
An Integrated Approach to Healing Ministry. It's a wonderful book, and it's available in our online store on the RTF website. So the sins of the fathers and the resulting curses come down the family line, and they put pressure on the descendants to act the same way as their ancestors. This often results in children replicating sinful attitudes, actions, patterns, or, or values picked up from their parents. When parents are operating out of these sinful patterns inherited from their ancestors, it usually has sinful consequences in the lives of their offspring, causing them to form wrong or ungodly beliefs based on these hurts. Then, when this child is living out of these ungodly beliefs caused by the generational sin that is passed down from his parents, they will experience hurts caused by the parents living out of their own hurts. When the hurts that are not healed, they're usually passed on to the next generation. Then the sins of the fathers and the resulting curses work hand in hand with the demons to create an ugly, vicious cycle. The sins of the fathers provide an open door for the demons to establish a place in order to oppress us. Then once established, the demons endeavor to continue down the family line where they exert pressure on the descendants to continue in the same sins as their fathers. Now, the ungodly beliefs are directly related to the sins of the fathers. The same sins that have plagued families for generations cause deception, clouded minds, rationalization, and unbelief in the same sin areas. The sins of the fathers become like the hub of a wheel, and the ungodly beliefs are like the spokes going out from the hub. They become an extension of that sin. So to deal with the spokes and not the hub of the wheel would produce incomplete results. Because sins are generational and cause hurts, these same types of hurts tend to be repeated generation after generation. As a result, the same kind of ungodly beliefs continue to be generated and passed down. The ungodly belief and the wounds are often so closely related that it's hard to determine which came first. Sometimes the ungodly belief causes the hurt, but many times the hurt perverts a, a person's vision leading to ungodly beliefs. So ungodly beliefs then provide legal permission for the demons to operate in a person's life. So hopefully you can see that all four of these areas are very intertwined and interrelated. Let me try to make sense of this and give you a real life example of what these interrelated problem areas might look like. Matt inherited the generational sin of shame from his ancestors. From as early as he could remember, he felt like there was something wrong with him that he needed to hide from others. He was embarrassed often when in public and really didn't know why. When he came for ministry, we began looking back at his ancestors. We discovered that Matt's grandfather was a businessman in a small town where Matt grew up in Oregon. During the Great Depression of the 1930s, Matt's grandfather's business went bankrupt and his grandfather owed money to many people in the little town and he couldn't repay it. During the Depression, the same thing happened to many people, yet for his grandfather, it was a very shaming event, one from which he never recovered. The shame was so great on his grandfather that he committed suicide. The shame that his grandfather felt from a failed business was passed on to Matt's dad and in an even greater degree through his father's suicide. So Matt was born into shame that was passed down from his grandfather and his father. The message that Matt learned growing up from his father is, we're bad people. 
If other people find out about our family history, they're going to reject us and ridicule us. So living out of this ungodly belief, Matt did everything he could to blend in, to be Mr. Average. He never wanted to stand out in any way, so he worked very hard to not be special or be recognized. Now, the problem living from this message was that anytime Matt got any recognition or any attention, even good positive attention for his accomplishments, it said to him that he was vulnerable to ridicule and rejection. One time, Matt's grades were good enough to earn him being on the honor roll at school, and due to the fear of recognition, Matt intentionally failed a test so that he would not be on the honor roll. So you can see how the generational sin of shame opened the door over Matt's life, leading him to living from an ungodly belief, which caused Matt many hurts. The demons then got involved in energizing this stronghold of shame and caused Matt to sabotage his future. The good news is that at 30 years of age, Matt received RTF ministry and is now walking in new freedom. It was because of the integrated approach to ministry, of ministering to all four problem areas at the same time, that's what brought freedom to Matt's life. Now, over the next four weeks, we're going to look closely at each of the ministry areas of RTF. Please don't miss these. I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to use these teachings to stir areas in some of you that he wants to bring healing and freedom to. Even though you may have heard some of this before, the Holy Spirit has a unique way of making it sound like it's the very first time. So Father God, thank you for this integrated approach to ministry. Thank you that you chose Chester and Betsy Kilstra to be the ones that you revealed this to because they have taken it and put it in a form that is so user-friendly that we can use in our lives, that we can even pass on to other people as a way of discipling and helping them grow in their relationship with Christ. Lord, I ask that you would uh, take what we talked about today and stir in uh, those that are listening, any places that you want to deal with. And then, Lord, over the next four weeks, I ask that you would reveal truth to each one of us that we would see that we don't have to live under the curses from our ancestors, that we don't have to live with these ungodly beliefs, that we don't have to live with wounded places that hold us back, and we absolutely don't have to allow the enemy to traffic in our lives. So I just say, come Holy Spirit, minister to my friends who are listening today, in Jesus' name. Now, some of you listening might even be stirred already that you're going, okay, there's something going on in me that I don't really understand and I think I need some help. If that's you, please contact our ministry coordinator at ministry at restoringthefoundations.org and get help. Thank you for joining us on the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast today. We pray you are blessed and equipped with biblical truth, empowering you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. To learn more about the ministry of Restoring the Foundations International, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode.